Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is my co-host, Brian Sittler. And I'm happy to be here. Our guest this week, very funny writer, comedian, actor, uh, man about Tulsa Town and beyond, Landry Miller. And beyond. Yeah. Our Lord, our space. You've gotten to do some traveling, some writing, some performing uh, in, in lots of great places. So Yeah, something like that. And man yet you about keep the country. coming back to Tulsa. Yeah. So. Yeah. Always, you know, it's that gravitational pull. Yeah. So sexy old Tulsa. It's, it's real. It's that low cost yeah. of living Tulsa. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's yeah, it. Right. <laughs> you found out the secret. <laughs> this is your first time joining Indeed. us for the People Persons Paper Podcast. We're going chronologically through every episode of the NBC sitcom The Office, talking about uh, the characters, the storylines, the plot. Uh, just working our way through a show that we all, uh, well, I say we all love, but we all we've encountered a few guests already yeah. that do not love it. They might oh. they yeah. might challenge that notion. So, But you're a fan, right, Landry? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. Now, Brian and I, we talk a lot on here about how we've just gone through the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to the end. We start it right back over again. Is mm-hmm. that similar to what you've done? Have you watched it a couple of times through? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But usually... <laughs> Usually I, I watch it the first time all the way through by myself, and then I just wait till I get into relationships, and then I watch it again yeah. with that person, mm-hmm. and then uh, break up immediately as soon as I get to the end of the show. Yeah. Go to the next person. That's your own. Cue. That's your own cue to the to end. Yeah. Of yeah. If I think it's going well, I'm like, maybe we should skip a night of watching The Office. You yeah. see that? Yeah. Just switch yeah. off to some Parks yeah. and Rec or something that's for right. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see how integral this show is to people's lives, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, yeah. I live my life on the the Office cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're at the point too where where when I meet somebody. That is such always one of those early conversations. Like, what do you watch? Oh, I really like The Office. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. And that's just growing by leaps and bounds thanks to Netflix and streaming. More people getting on board. That mm-hmm. sort of cult following it's getting. Oh, how yeah. long has it been off the air? Uh, I think 2012 was the last season, or 2013. 2013. I would say. Okay. So five years. Yeah. Okay, and it still is uh, only getting more popular. Only more popular. Not bad for it. Yeah. yeah. Even on the the dating sites, uh, you know, I was uh, I, I I've got the Tinder app, and I was swiping mm. a couple of days back, and I saw someone's profile said. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious, which is a yeah, one office yeah. quote. Yeah, so, so that's your that's your in right there. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the uh, that's the thing. It's uh, if they don't, uh, you know, some people it's like they gotta love dogs. You know, they they, they can't be a cat person. With mm. me, it's you gotta at least watch The Office. You, you know? have your standards. I do. I do. I set a high bar. As well, it were. I get it. But. A friend of mine recently started watching, and she's hooked and binging it. And it was exciting for me. Yeah. Just, I, I'm just so happy that she's – I said, welcome to the addiction as, <laughs> yeah. immediately. and Because that's, exactly. that's what it is. Yeah, and it really is. Pretty because... soon you'll be basing your life on certain decisions – yeah, from like, the show. What would Jim do? You know, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That's my yeah. <laughs> that one too. That's my bracelet that I wear every day. <laughs> WWJD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't even have to get a new bracelet. It no, yeah. Perfectly. I just use the same one from high school. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it works in both ways. And this week we are talking about episode twenty of the second season, drug testing, <sighs> uh, ramping our way up towards the big season two finale. It is ramping. And they really brought out all the big guns this this episode. It's a funny episode. Mm. I, yeah, I mean, even. That's great. 20 times through or however many times through you guys have been I noticed us laughing a lot during it a lot of those scenes are just still crisp and you get the characters just doing a great job yeah that's true this yeah. was I, I will say this was a good uh, character driven episode mm-hmm. as opposed to actually a story driven because yeah. like you had the the regular the A story yeah. you know with the drugs and then mm-hmm. the B story though 
was really quite lax and there wasn't actually a whole lot to it no. but it still was really good at driving the rest of the characters into it and i kind of and when you talk right. about the Beast you're talking about Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I totally agree because we saw so much of them developing and, and we mm-hmm. saw so much of that playfulness on display. Because mm-hmm. just two episodes back, we had Jim being very mopey and lame because mm-hmm. she's planning the wedding and he's trying to get out of town. He's going to go to Australia, he says. <laughs> no one's buying it. Yeah. But it here, doesn't happen. But last episode and here again this week, we see them just enjoying each other's company mm-hmm. and yeah. really just falling for each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, in subtle little ways. Yeah, and I mean, let's we can go ahead and talk about probably what is the biggest scene between them, which is towards the uh, the end of the episode. Jim's quiet because of the jinx that he's been forced into, uh, which, as Pam explained, the rules are unflinchingly yes, yes. rigid. Oh, yeah, this right. this show introduced me to jinx, by the way. Oh really? I don't know if both of you were familiar oh. with it first. I was just sheltered oh, as a child. Apparently. I knew jinx growing up. Oh, I I had no idea, but. I'm glad I finally got in on the jinx. I don't know that a Coke was how we got out of it when I was in grade school, but the silence was required. The silence. Yeah, yeah but uh, that is true. I don't remember what the alternate to a Coke was, though. Yeah, but definitely, apparently, in, in Pennsylvania, it was a Coke. They're about that the, Coke. The, 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 general, um, uh, yeah, the general practice is a Coke. Yeah, apparently yeah. in Pennsylvania, <laughs> okay. that's the way it works over there. That's, I think true. Yeah. And kudos for him for playing that all the way through, because uh, yeah. he didn't have to. But that scene where where she's you know she's teasing him you, know, you can say anything you want to me you look like you have something you need to say oh, and, and he's all lighthearted at start you know oh, just yeah. playing with it and, and he, you can she, almost see when it occurs to him that he does indeed have something that he just can't tell oh yeah her. yeah exactly and his re- reaction and then following her reaction mm-hmm. uh oh if you there's a lot of there's a lot of hate nowadays we we've talked about this on the show now about how Jim's sort of a jerk and Jim and Pam are narcissistic and lame and you know there's better couples on the show there's a lot of backlash on that in, in some of the current commentary on the show yeah, yeah. i can see that but yeah. i think it's hard to watch this episode and not feel for those two oh yeah i agree now now as what I find interesting about the Jim and Pam situation, and this is throughout the whole show, yeah. I don't want to jump ahead on your No, no, please podcast. do. We, we, we have right no ahead. problems um, bouncing okay. around. Is that, like, most shows, when they have some kind of, like, will they, won't they, after the first season, you're like, I think I'm good. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. either, either they have to be together or they're not going to be together. But what mm-hmm. I like about the Jim and Pam situation is that they really have paced it out very well. Yeah. And have added enough that you're like, okay... Especially if you're at all like any kind of romantic, likely driven person at all, you're like, mm. I can really buy into this. I really get it. Like, there's yeah. a lot of like uh, emotional ups and downs that you can really get lost in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Now I do agree. Later seasons, I get on board with these people that criticize Jim and Pam definitely. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at this point in the show, I'm not quite on that side yet. Oh, absolutely. I I totally agree. And, and it's and... almost bound to happen. Yeah. Well, after six, seven seasons. Well, and how many shows where there's that that will they, won't they, where when it finally is answered, the show just goes completely downhill. The fact that Jim and Pam were Mm -hmm. likable at all after (laughs) they finally got together, Mm -hmm. I think, is proof that the writers were just onto some really strong characters. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of what about their what was so great about their characters involved that will they, won't they. Yeah. That quality to them Mm -hmm. added charm to their character, and after that was gone. They had to mine other territory, which right. wasn't necessarily as fun or yeah. endearing. It's definitely different. Yeah. Oh, it's totally different. I mean, I, well, I don't want to get in. Go ahead. Li- yeah. Okay. I, I just, Mine. I, I want to say, like, the, the thing <laughs> is, because I'm a big defender of the last portion of the show. Okay. <laughs> After cool. Steve Carell left. Yeah. I'm a huge defender of it. But I will say, like, especially with the Jim and Pam story, is that 
that's when we go, oh, they're real people. They have, like, real issues and real problems yeah. in life. And yeah. it still is a will they, won't they, just on a much more dramatic and, like, sure. higher yeah, stakes terms. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, talk, yeah, especially when you get into that conflict in season nine mm-hmm. where they, they, there's a lot of threatening them. The gym's new yeah. job. You've got this mm-hmm. sudden, this off-camera person who gets involved. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, they do bring the drama back to it. Yeah. After kind of, yeah. not only, I don't know if autopilot's the right word, but... <laughs> They but but kinda, yeah, yeah no you yeah, <laughs> yeah well kind of, and yeah. season eight had the Kathy storyline where they're going to try and introduce that True. that threat to the, the relationship mm-hmm. but they didn't I felt like they pulled their punches in that season whereas in okay. nine they really tried to go a little bigger you had Pam crying when she hangs up the phone and stuff mm-hmm. you had Brian getting involved mm-hmm. and it really. I, I felt like they, they really were at that do-or-die moment, the writers, where they had to look, okay, we've got to get some serious conflict. We know nobody ever wants to split these two up, but we've got to try and do something. You right. Know? Well, I think that's the most interesting part is when you have two, two characters that are such a good couple like that, such a strong couple, mm-hmm. the, the trick is to go, okay, let's throw everything we have at them. What's mm-hmm. the, we, ha- we have to break them up because the characters themselves won't allow us to. Yeah. Right. And that's how you write a good conflict for a couple like Jim and Pam, mm-hmm. especially after nine years of that. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, uh, I will say I really, uh, I, I really am a big fan of the couple. Uh, I agree that the first couple seasons, you're like, well, Jim's a little selfish on this one. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's hard not to get lost in it a little. Yeah. It is. It is. But it, it's nice that you, you were talking about it's character driven and John Krasinski kind of brought his, apparently before he was doing impressions on the show, he he would do that off camera. I guess he would impersonate uh-huh. people. So they yeah. brought that into the show. Apparently, that's cool, and it works great, yeah. wonderfully, uh, much to Stanley's chagrin. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> do not think that <laughs> is funny. I do not think that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I like the zip of Miracle oh, Whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the fact that it had gotten around the office, and even Oscar's asking about, so I hear you the Stanley impressions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Probably and we, and that's neat too because we do see a couple different sides of Oscar in this episode because we see him, uh, we see that where he's being friendly and, and, mm-hmm. and joking around with Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm. We see him in that moment where Dwight's asking Angela if she's taking anything, <laughs> and him and Kevin are just giving him that look like, what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah. over oh, here? Oh yeah, they both tilt their heads at the same time. <laughs> yeah, if you notice it. Like oh, yeah, of, yeah. the next one, like you guys getting it yet? Yeah, you like getting a, it yet? Like how a dog looks at a ceiling fan, like, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or how he's not taking any shit off Dwight yeah. when he asks him if he's ever pooped. Oh, I a love balloon. that. Yeah. Oh, I'm done yeah. with this. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is like 99 percent of everybody's reaction. Like, um, I'm gonna get out of the office and go straight yeah. to HR right now. <laughs> well, and we, and we talked, you know, just about about how there is that backlash against Jim about how he's always pranking Dwight just because Dwight's a weirdo you know we've talked about that how but Mm -hmm. here was a great example of where Dwight being weird and idiosyncratic is really a pain in the ass it's destructive almost it's almost like they're they're winning us back over a little bit like oh yeah Dwight's Dwight deserves to be fucked with a little (laughs) right yeah sure yeah 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 he's 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 a menace in a costume yeah yeah right (laughs) love when Michael asked him that where's your costume (laughs) you look cute today Dwight (laughs) that's what yeah you're right that you can you can um uh, you can sympathize with Jim and go with him even when he's kind of like you know with the snarky you look cute today comment yeah, you know, Dwight just but those two just give it back to each other all the time, mm-hmm. and it works so just well because Dwight's inter, you know, interrogating the whole office, <laughs> which it's a it's a I mean as 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 annoying he's a pain in the ass. I'm glad we just have to watch it. And we have to experience something like that. Yeah, God forbid. Uh, but just watching him interrogate everybody, yeah, really makes this 
a special episode to me. Well, and the different approaches to how he questions everybody and their responses, from, from <laughs> Kelly gabbing about her day <laughs> to Phyllis calling him out on the fact that the picture was labeled, you know? Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> I, yeah. Love, I love how uh, Kelly's just going off for minutes and minutes and minutes, and then he comes back to the original, like, what time did you leave work yesterday yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a what did you do where did you go he just, just, just wanted a simple direct answer you know? we really I, I don't know if Kelly's been such the gabber in the past episodes but she really takes off in this one yeah you know especially with oh, yeah. Jim not being able to talk we had a little bit when she was first uh getting into Ryan and she was cornering Jim talking about him. Yeah. But yeah. here we really got more of that and and by this point we you know we're talking about a season ago when Kelly was a completely different character and now in just the last 7 8 9 episodes they've really shaped her to mm. who she's going to be for the rest of the show. Right. Which is neat. Yeah. yeah. It it has been interesting especially especially the second season. That's when you're like, "Oh, there's a bunch of these other people we've been looking at." in the background right. that they're like, oh, I guess we're going to keep these people around. We better make them right. <laughs> useful. Better, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. they, and thankfully they knew how to use them yeah, yeah. correctly. And a uh, little one side note is this was the last episode they filmed for the season. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is the last. So like, um, so, and you can tell because everybody's characters are, are developing that much more. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I noticed straight away is when Dwight's interviewing Ke- or interviewing interrogating Kevin at the beginning and he's listing off all the, the lists and they, they go in on Kevin's face and it's just so he's got that dull look <laughs> on his face and yeah. he's just milking it so perfectly. And um, so they, they, they found a way to make all the other side characters, if you will, yeah. that much more better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin is who he's going to be for a while. Oscar, yeah. we've pretty much seen who he's going to be and, and we'll get yeah. even more Oscar in the first few episodes of the next season mm-hmm. or the oh, first yeah, episode definitely. then when yeah. he comes back. But Stanley's a grump. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he is who he is. Yeah. Angela, of course, has been pretty well developed. Really? Even Toby and Phyllis have gotten their screen time. We've, we've, we know our cast by this point, you uh-huh. know, which by the end of season two, a, a, a 22 episode season, we should, you know, that's, oh, yeah, definitely. it's a good job on the writer's part, especially not only focusing on their five leads, you know, which is good to right. say. Yeah. Well, I, I find it really interesting. Like it, it's hard not to fall in love with those other characters because one, you only get the little like, you know, tastes of them here and there. So they yeah. don't get burnt, like that. You don't get yeah. too much of them. Yeah. But also, they're all just based on those actual people. Mm-hmm. Like, they're kind of just loosely based on the actors themselves. Yeah. Because yeah. all of them are, like, uh, mo- a lot of them are, like, writers or like, exactly. producers yeah. Phyllis was in casting, right. I believe. She was in casting. Yeah. Toby was just a writer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that they just forced on s- to <laughs> yeah. screen. Right. <laughs> like, hated it. Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of those. And so that's what makes it so interesting, I think, because uh, it just is, like, so real, the, yeah. the different characters. Oh, yeah. One little, you know, we get one shot of Creed Bratton in this episode. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. You know, that's yeah. it. it's just one little awesome thing where he knows exactly what, he the, knows the strain, the, yeah. the strain of the marijuana down to it. This is Northern Lights Cannabis Indica. <laughs> Which, which has always been impressive, you know, like, I mean, you know, I've known, known plenty of people who, who've smoked pot and, and you, some people are just the smokers who just smoke, they're just doing their thing. And then some people are so into it, you know, they know the different strains, they know what the difference between an indica and a sativa is and how that works. And then it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, you know, I guess it's good to have a hobby. It's important well, to get into something, you know, if you know especially right. if you're doing it on the black market, yeah. which I'm sure Creed <laughs> is involved with. Exactly. Reminds me of what that, that great Emmy thing they did with, um. 
combining all the shows onto the office and, and where Aaron Paul shows up. Yeah, with the delivery with Jesse, oh, you know, from right. Breaking Bad, yeah. like and, and Creed's like, Hey, my man. Well and they use that that was a cold open too. They use that as a cold Did open they? season yeah. eight or nine. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, yeah. Hey guys, my heroine's here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the camera's great. right there. Yeah, Aaron he's Paul's looking there, at like, like, What is this um, man? <laughs> whatever. Okay. And, and then, um, of course, speaking of the smaller, uh, smaller roles in the show, uh, we got our first appearance of Hank. Ah, oh, may he rest mm-hmm. in peace. The, the late Hugh Dane, Dane. Uh, just passed mm-hmm. away a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the first yeah. cast member of the show that I think we've lost since it aired. Um, I think you're right. I don't know that there has been uh, been anyone else huh. that's been yeah. uh, been on that's passed away yet. Yeah. So. Good observation. Sad to lose him. And Hank's one of those characters who we, we only get in small bursts, but he's always great. He oh, always yeah. just adds some good flavor to the show. And, and even here with that line, like, I don't have a gun, you know. Like he just, <laughs> oh, and that look, like a laser at right at him. Just the, are you serious? Yeah. Kind of, are, are you kidding me? And but, then he's like, well, I'll have to get like my bow staff or something. He's like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just his willingness to play along with Michael reading that little speech. You know, oh I, yeah, uh, the little salute at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, fine. Like yeah. Michael placating. Michael actually placating. Dwight. Yeah. Um, well, and we end. see when Dwight, you know, when Dwight tells him that he resigned from being a sheriff's deputy uh, or, or a volunteer sheriff's deputy, and he immediately shuts the door in Michael's face as he leaves the office. And Michael you, looks like he's blowing him off, you, even yeah, while yeah. you were watching. He's got that little t- yeah. tilt. I don't know what the hell you call it. But but yeah, well, it's, it's you, real, his move. His head yeah. goes back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And even well, while whatever. we were watching, you said something like, yeah. oh, he. Whatever, Dwight. Whatever, you know? yeah. But he does. He he really he's got that part of him that just wants to make sure that Dwight's okay, mm-hmm. and you know doesn't want you know he got through this, but he wants to make sure that Dwight isn't disappointed in him, you know, yeah, yeah. or narc on him. Yeah. Well, for as much as <laughs> Michael makes fun of Dwight's um, sycophant behavior, he seems to really appreciate him. You know. Oh yeah. On some level. Anyway. In the end, it's yeah. kind of like when he made him. Um, there's the one epi- end of the episode where he makes him assistant. He, yeah, the fight where yeah, he makes him fight. assistant regional assistant manager. Regional, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, assistant regional manager. You know, it's all in it's all in name. Yeah, this doesn't really matter. Like the whole security thing is probably a farce as well. I mean, yeah, same thing. But but he does uh, he does give him little little scraps at the end of a couple episodes mm-hmm. to keep him yeah. keep him loyal before he tries a uh, a coup eventually. Right. <laughs> Which alert. you know, for as much as we talk about what a terrible ma- manager he is. <laughs> There are moments where he really just sort of understands how to work with people. Yeah, yeah. this isn't a scenario that any I mean, manager should be in. This is a side. Of, this is an interesting Michael for this episode. It's sort of. I mean, we get a, a lot of a couple different sides of him. Yeah, uh, just to save his own ass after he actually kind of seems like, oh, what's the big deal? It's, a, it's half a joint. Like, calm yeah. down, Dwight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't well, see that coming. Once again, a big one on display with Michael is that that need he has to be knowledgeable about things even if he is not knowledgeable about things. Oh, God, yeah. Like the scene with the list Jeez. of drugs and the <laughs> blow is on their hookah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and it would, Anybody and, done hookah out there? Yeah. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, a, like, that was actually a game we used to play in college was it was uh, the, I don't, we, it was basically Michael Scott, like, uh, expert on everything. Yeah. And we would give each other, like, different topics and then we would answer them like Michael Scott doing his interviews. Like, oh, that's awesome. And, the, and 
oh, on the nice. office oh, and it nice. would just be like how bad could you mess up different vocabulary words from that subject and like stuff like that oh mm-hmm. that's cool but that was a fun game we would play all the time oh i bet yeah that's great we, we that's that honestly is something we should try and adapt on here <laughs> yeah, we really yeah, should free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give your best yeah. michael scott description of you know we have carte blanche yeah. chernobyl right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. middle east peace relations exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly yeah no <laughs> but yeah that's the thing is he just he he like will I don't think I've ever seen him just go, yeah, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no. Well, and I mean, that's no, 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 no. we saw it was it was, was last week with with the uh, or no, it's, it's Valent. I'm not sure. Valentine's Day was Manhattan. Yeah, where he talks about going to New York, New York. The city's so nice they named it twice. Manhattan is the other name. You know, (laughs) he just thinks he knows an answer, so he fills it in. And he's he's your tour guide of New York who doesn't really know anything about New York, really. Exactly. (laughs) So, (laughs) and we see that here not only, of course, with the drug list, but when he's talking, pretending to be stone, and he says, "I'm smoking doobies (laughs) with my brothers, Brothers. doobie brothers." He just like he's just playing word association or something. Yeah, word salad type situation. Yeah. Just one word leads into anything else that has something to do kind of with that word. And then he loved that little bit so much that later when he's making busting on Dwight again, he's Kevin Narc. You remember the Narc bit? <laughs> the Narc yeah. bit. And I love that as a comic too, the idea because you know, we talk about bits and these little structured uh-huh. pieces we bring to the stage and how Michael just thought, You remember that me being off the cuff earlier? <laughs> That's the narc bit, you know. <laughs> Well, he is an entertainer first, of course. So yeah, we remember. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I will say Always one thing I really appreciate about I really appreciate about the show is uh, seeing which of the characters at which times actually appreciate Michael's antics. Yeah, because it always is rotating. But there always seems to be at least one person that's mildly enjoying it. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah, and and eventually Dwight's the one who appreciates him when he flips because mm-hmm. he's actually giving him props and saying, you know. How many of you defended Dwight? Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's I, when they were in the conference room, and even Dwight's like, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. You know? <laughs> thank you, Michael. So exasperated. I'm doing, I'm doing something good. I just, yeah, that, like, what's that line? It was like, being a narc is one of the hardest jobs to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you are, yeah, if you are uh, congratulating me, then I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to compliment me. Compliment yeah. me, yeah. I am not complimenting you. Yeah. <laughs> But of course, and then that that turn of Michael is is due to that moment where he realizes that Dwight's going to have him tested as well, mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, and that's yeah. that's such a great moment because we we suddenly see the power shift in the audience or in the, in the office between mm-hmm. when uh, Dwight is just a nuisance that Michael can sort of mock and have fun with, and then all of a sudden Dw- Dwight now knows the rules and is making them come to fruition, mm-hmm. and now Michael has to find a way to sort of slyly get around this he's a legitimate right. threat yeah it becomes it, it, and it's amazing how he kind of asserts his own power what little that he has mm-hmm. on, you know you know we immediately get the conference room meeting where yeah. he's going to now assert himself as, as, as a, an authority on this mm-hmm. in the talking head he's telling the crew uh, i'm so anti-drug that i'm above suspicion or right. testing of <laughs> or, any kind or, or anything that has to do with suspicion and, <laughs> and that to me that reminds me of, of a of a of a technique you see with people where when they're frustrated like say they're frustrated with their boss at work and they come home and they're venting to you and they're telling you how it's going to be and if that boss thinks he's going to do this blah 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 and you're like 
well, that's great and all, but telling me this means nothing. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yes. yeah. That's great, Michael. The crew can't help you get out of the drug testing. They can only film it. Right, you know? yeah. Yeah, but at that point, he's desperate. Yeah. And he, <laughs> and he wants to put on the show that, you know. Well, and that trying to shape his own reality, that's such a Michael Scott thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Re- trying to Shape and reshape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. To yeah. whatever makes it, you know, okay for him and won't get him fired. Yeah, <laughs> right? Trying to, trying to, make, so he can make the best of his situation. Or in this case, you know, not, yeah. not be in trouble because of the clove cigarettes at an Alicia Keys concert. Right. You know. Well, the whole row was doing it. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, God. Oh, such, such my favorite Michael Child <laughs> moment. Literally, the one thing that you've ever read in a anti-drug pa- uh, pamphlet or something that's like, don't, you know, when we were in maybe elementary school. Yeah. Don't say everybody was doing it. That's yeah. no reason to do drugs. Exactly. The old if everybody jumped off the bridge or something yeah. like that. You know. I love the and I love it when he's and kudos to Michael for having some uh, some trust in the crew, like letting them in on his little um, yeah travails oh, at yeah, the amphitheater yeah. with Alicia Keys. But I love how the the camera does this slow little zoom into him, like as he's like revealing what happened. Mm-hmm. Like it's like this is the moment of truth, but it's just <laughs> <Yeah>. so ridiculous. <laughs> And, of course, he still has to, uh, you know, explain all that to Dwight in his effort to now take the guy who is going to be his downfall and is still his second-in-command, so it's still the only person he trusts. <laughs> like, the fact that Michael essentially turned to the office narc to explain why he <laughs> yeah. needed clean urine from the office narc. I mean, what a crazy – I mean, you got to give it to Michael Scott because he's got a pair on him. You know? Yeah, that's true. He does. I, he was really banking on Dwight's uh, – Complete loyalty. Yeah. Sycophancy. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. far does this go? Well, he really didn't have any other way around it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess maybe well, he could have asked Jim. Yeah, know. like, that's a good point. Like, was there anyone else in the office he could have asked? Creed, I'm sure. Although Creed probably does not Probably will not urine. pass that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he probably had to get his own. Yeah. Creed, right. yeah, yeah. Creed got his from someone else. I think we yeah. all know that much. Yeah. Uh, Which, and then, you know, of course, Ryan Howard is still employed next week. So I guess he, uh, he passed the oh, test yeah. somehow, too. Yeah, yeah, somehow. Even though he likes to go to a lot of parties. Yeah. yeah. Also, one of my favorite moments that I feel like just kind of, like, slips under the radar is... Uh, just a joke, and they're my favorite types of jokes uh, is whenever Dwight's like, "You might remember me from when you tested my urine." It was like, "It was the green." Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. green. She goes, "Oh, how are you feeling?" Yeah, and he's like, "I'm better now." Yeah. <laughs> and he knows the woman's name. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, hi, Linda. <laughs> he's like, I'm sorry, uh, and that woman has the best reaction <laughs> face. Yeah. One of them I've ever seen. Like when Kevin comes up to her at the end saying. I want a magazine. It's, it's just, just urine. urine. <laughs> I still want one. She's just looking up. Uh-huh. Like. <laughs> well, yeah. And then, of course, with Ryan, when he's like, you know, are you guys hiring? You want to work at the urinalysis lab? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> he looks around. Like, he has that little look around like, you uh, seen where the fuck I work? Yeah. <laughs> like, where it might not work very longer. Oh, yeah. No kidding, right? right. <laughs> yeah, you never know. So, there's a lot of people yeah. who are having a tough day when the urine crew shows up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Dwight's not making too many friends yeah. Uh, no, yeah. man. off of this one. Well, guys, we're going to let you guys take a moment and find out where you can get some clean urine while we take a quick break for a word <laughs> from our sponsors. So it's established that uh, at the very beginning that Dwight does uh, appreciate most of his coworkers. Um with four exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think? We know one of them. So Jim, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yes, of course. I feel like Kelly. Yeah. Pam. You think so? I I, I think he would say it, 
I think he would say it to to somebody else, like, "Oh yeah, you know, we can't, we don't, you know," because 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 she does prank him too. Okay, so even though they are they grow to be friends, they grow to be friends, mm, and they've had yeah. their tender moments here and there. He might still see of, Jim and Pam as sort of as, a problem. Yeah, yeah, the Ram is is real. <laughs> the, the Ram, well, the Roy, Ram is sorry, Roy. Sorry, sorry, my Roy bad, my bad. The Jam is real. <laughs> it's a Ram thing. The the, the the Jim and Pam, yeah, they're uh, and then um, Ryan. Ryan, maybe, you think maybe. Well, that's true. Well, he doesn't like Ryan because Ryan was – he felt like Ryan was getting Michael's attention. Yeah. Saw it during the fire. Yeah. Another one is Kevin. Kevin, maybe. perhaps. Yeah. Kevin, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so that's five. So That's five. So maybe, maybe, it's, <laughs> maybe it's either between Pam and Kevin. And he might not like Toby because Michael doesn't like Toby. True. So, although Toby but believes Toby in rules. Toby follows the rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. I don't know. I just I – just, That's a good question. I, I thought I, about I, that when he, when he yeah. asked that. I, I, and I, I love how <laughs> – the special way Rain Wilson can can go, can make his inflection go this way and that way just so quickly. Like he's like, I enjoy my coworkers, with four exceptions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But somebody committed a crime. <laughs> well, and his use of voice in this episode, from when he's shouting at Kelly, "Your ass is on the line, Mister. My ass my is on ass. the line." Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, but and back to Kevin when he's saying, "You tell me who this sounds like." Uh-huh. Slow moving. With, with Oscar, so... have you have you ever? Pooped a balloon. <laughs> this really is a tour de force for me. Right? My favorite, though, of all the interviews has got to be with Angela. The way that he sort of calmly oh, tells yeah. her he just he knows she's innocent, and then he's shouting at her, and she just smiles <laughs> yeah. at him. Oh, because she and she maybe she knows what they were doing. Oh yeah. After she after she got out of work, right? That was one thing I thought, but at the same time, I, she there's some kinky stuff going on. I think those. she just likes authoritarian she, Dwight. She, she likes that about him. Authoritarian. You know? I thought there was a line in this episode, and I must be thinking of a later or an earlier episode where I thought there was a line where she, she like asked where his uniform went, or like if he had to give it back or something. Maybe that oh. was it later. I don't know. Yeah. I don't or know. did I dream <clears throat> up a scene that happened? I, in the opposite? I, maybe maybe it was a deleted scene. Oh yeah. There's oh a del- maybe. Well, there's a deleted scene in this when he does. Well, they show him walking in when he's when he's surrendering his costume, uniform, whatever, to the, the department. But there's a there's a deleted scene where he actually walks in and he's talking to the guy and he's like, Dwight, you're not supposed to do that. Like you're not supposed to have that. Right. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, so of course, sort of, um, you know, it's all, you know, you kind of feel bad for him a little bit. You know, he's doing the walk of shame after you know giving Michael a cup of his pee. Oh yeah, and it turns out he's not supposed to have that at all. Because <laughs> it, it was a real uniform, as it turns out, it actually was a real huh. uniform, and uh, he is a volunteer. His it's his volunteer duty. He's not a, he's not a legitimate sheriff's deputy, and of course he forgets about that. If he could be a sheriff's deputy, he would do that in a heartbeat. Oh, oh of yeah. course, and, yeah. And they kind of in his next what was that Baxter show that Rain Wilson did? Uh, yeah, that's uh, Backstrom. He, Backstrom, yeah. like mm-hmm. he actually was a detective. Yeah, he was sort of the like a Gregory House kind of detective. Okay, like he was the acerbic, yeah, smarter than the room, but sort of a jerk, you know. And it, I think it only lasts for a season. I think it was only two. a season. It was pretty good. Huh. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Hey. Like it could have been with the I don't know with the, the more backing, it could have been successful. I I think for a lot of people, it was still too soon off the office. Uh, yeah. Seeing Dwight as a serious dramatic role, mm-hmm. you right. know was not ready a lot of people weren't ready for it you know? no and i think unfortunately rain wilson has really shaped his career as being the the a comedic character and one of that's grossly over the top in many ways because oh I mean, yeah a lot of his movies he's definitely been a large in life character you know yeah so but, yeah uh, i i can't remember what it was called but my friend's uncle is a director and he did a movie with uh with him like 
right after the office okay. and it ended up just failing bad because it was a serious role yeah okay. and uh and he was talking about he's like he's like rayan is this amazing actor yeah. and he like really like did the part he's like but it didn't go anywhere because the, no one could look past dwight yeah, when they yeah. Looked at him. even though he didn't have like he was like we purposely didn't have him wear glasses we like didn't have him like mm-hmm. do anything specific with his hair. Like mm-hmm. they like went out of their way to try to avoid it. it still happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Steve Carell has tried to break the mold, and only in recent years has he has he gotten that chance. There was that run. Oh, was it Flycatcher or, or where he played the wrestling oh, Fox coach? Catcher. Fox yeah, Catcher. Fox Catcher. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that movie was so good. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. that was a totally serious role yeah, for Carell. Yeah. But he was kind of makeup. Pretty good did. makeup on him. Yeah. They did. To they make gave him that prosthetic like nose the and stuff. Yeah. They mm. really. And I think that's a, a key element for for many comedic actors. Is you have to do something to break that cl- a traditional immersion. You know, so the audience right. sees him in a different light. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he did. He did a couple of roles like that, but Foxcatcher definitely was the biggest one. But I mean, like Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Oh yeah, yeah, you're he, right. He was really good in that. Yeah, um, yeah. And then there was the other, what was it? Uh, it was the one where him and his wife got divorced, and he like jumped out of the car while they were oh, driving. Wow. I haven't seen that because they were like well. sitting there, and they were like they were like on the count of three, let's talk about what we what we want. And then he said like spaghetti, and she said a divorce. <laughs> I forget what that movie's called. It's <laughs> crazy like, stupid love. That's maybe? it. Yeah, cool. crazy okay. stupid love. Okay. Yeah, and like that was another series really did, but uh, out, but like it wasn't until Foxcatcher that anyone could completely. Yeah. Right. Well, well and but but and good for him to keep pushing it, you know, oh, because yeah. I could see where a lot of actors would just say, "Screw it," you know, give me another goofy, silly character, you know. Well, that's a very mm-hmm. common thing, especially for sitcom actors, and I always forget that the Office technically is a sitcom. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, you have that a lot with popular ones. Like Jim Parsons can't go out and just play any role and not be Sheldon. Right. Like, yeah. You know, and like that's how the Friends show. Like yeah. everyone from Friends, they yeah. had such tough. They still yeah. have a tough time. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're Jennifer Aniston. They're yeah. not getting a lot of work out there yeah. unless they're playing those parts again. You know? yeah, yeah, Seinfeld had its they had their Seinfeld. problems. Oh, they have their know? curse. Yeah, Michael Richards and well, he has his own. Yeah, he's got his own issues. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he's got plenty of other problems. I don't know too. if he's still stuck in Kramer anymore. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah that's true. Just don't be racist. <laughs> but for years, <laughs> years before the racism surfaced, right, he definitely yeah. had that. Um, you know, nobody could look past him on oh, that. Oh, definitely. And, yeah. and you know, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, like she was able to eventually finally got get over that. She was the one who's actually made the most i would say yeah, probably um, playing another character i would say yeah because she true. had new adventures with christine and then veep and, yep, right yeah exactly right. and it's so weird it's so it's so hard for like a character like rain wilson who just embodies so well dwight mm-hmm. you know that's kind of the cur- it's a curse it's sort of the double-edged sword like it makes it that much harder to get out of that yeah for other people yeah and i kind of wondered if he maybe because he i think he came from the stage I think he did stage acting before. That feels okay. right. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of... The way he commits to the physicality of comedy right. surprised me. And I kind of wondered if he may eventually go back to that. Yeah. Uh, maybe he already has. Well, I and, just don't even know. Right. Don't and know. he's still, of course, young. I mean, there's there's tons of time ahead of him. I mean, you know... Sure. Uh, he could always break the mold just, just like Steve Carell <laughs> has done. Just uh, even... Right. You know, you got to remember, when by the time he passed away, Robin Williams had several serious roles under his belt. Oh, sure. But when he first did Dead Poets Society, that was a big change for him mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. people to see him, but... And he, he had to have a beard, too. Right, yeah. In all of his serious right. roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I laugh, but I mean, honestly, like... Did I he think always have a beard in a serious role? I mean, that one, like Awakenings. Yeah. Um, um, Good Will Hunting. Yeah. Um, uh, not, huh. not What Dreams May Come, though. Not What Dreams May he Come. He did not That's have a beard true. in that. did so. not. But I but. will say there was something that yeah. I think helped the audience detach yeah. from the funny man. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I think, you know, if anyone can do that, and Robin Williams can do it, like... 
Yeah. Freaking kudos. You deserve that Oscar. Like, well, and it's it's job. not uncommon to see comedic actors turn dramatic roles because there's there's a, there's more in common with those two sides than you might think. You know, to 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 engage the audience and to keep them uh, focused on you and to to carry them through the storyline. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of similarity. I think it's the toughest thing to do. It could be. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've uh, heard. Not not the way I do it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the way I do it. Uh, but yeah, but Dwight uh, killing it in this role. One of my favorite killing. scenes is easily when he's uh, accusing Ryan of having something in his car. Oh, yes. And then the way he goes oh. down that laundry list of how he's going to get into the car. <laughs> yes. And Ryan just very much, he's almost playing the viewpoint character again. Those of us who, who know this is all a little ridiculous. By getting yeah. Like, oh, yeah, let's do that way. Yeah, that's yeah. going to take at least a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, when the, I thought when the show started that Ryan was going to always kind of be that for us yeah. because he was the new one in he was the one that just like us came in at the same time and was yeah. like what the hell is happening here yeah uh, but then he ended up just um like almost immediately getting sucked into being a part of the craziness like well we've seen that this episode we've talked yeah. about how he so quickly he became his own identity and mm-hmm. and we don't yeah. get him in that role for us as much anymore but at yeah. this point in the show, we don't necessarily need it as much anymore. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No. And his little observation about Michael and drugs is pretty spot on, I would <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah, anyone's <laughs> ever offered him any. <laughs> well, except for an Alicia Keys concert. Exactly. But little did he know that wasn't true. Yeah. It would be spot on, except were it not for Alicia Keys and the girl with the lip ring. <laughs> yeah. Yes, had... the girl with the lip ring. That's my favorite description of something. He's like, it's not every day you meet a girl with a lip ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lo- yeah, I love how they keep... Re- uh, re-injecting that the girl with the lip ring like yeah. always comes back to her this was her fault okay and, well, I, and yeah. I love that too because that's just such a such a lonely guy thing to do where a girl who's sort of quote unquote exotic for what you're looking for one little lip ring yeah and, you like, know. oh yeah and now you're gonna follow her and do whatever and yeah I'll smoke the club cigarette you know? everyone was doing it club yeah. cigarettes I'm sure it was <laughs> oh and Dwight with his uh, I don't know it, he also kills it when he's reenacting the scene. Oh God, yeah, the, the crime the, the scene. Crime that scene, is. Yeah, the crime. The way scene. he's tossing the joint at the <laughs> yeah. spot oh where it fell. Yeah, you know? he's got like a, a string like rigged oh, yeah. up. Yeah, like like, have, like, it's, like it's the Kennedy the, assassination. Exactly. Or something. Yeah. yeah, they used sort of like the bullet trajectory, but uh-huh. it was for. <laughs> throwing the doobie on the floor and i love the idea like he's oh, almost man. like like he's a concocted this idea that maybe some pot smoking dunder mifflin employees walking into the building and just tossing aside his joint yeah. as he heads yeah. into work Time and place. stoned you know. <laughs> oh and the little i just love the little ring right around the joint yeah. like the, the uh, chalk outline, the yeah. chalk outline. <laughs> and mm-hmm. another outtake actually that that we don't see is the uh what we find out are the real culprits of the joint throwing are the, the boys from Bob Vance. Is it? Is it the two guys. The guy that's selling guys. the crazy salad the next crazy season? The crazy salad guys. <laughs> they're, the, they're, they're, just, they're just like on break or something, and you just see him like just throws it away. <laughs> like, and you just walk back inside. That's yeah. it. That's great. <laughs> does not surprise me at all. Not at all. In fact, we talked about viewpoint characters. Jim's sort of our at least to intro the episode, Jim is sort of that character for us because the way that he calls Dwight out on the costume, we have the talking head where he's like, well, this morning, Dwight found a joint in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting us up to speed. And, and then yeah, with course, his classic little Jim face right there yeah. as he goes back to his desk. <laughs> and, the, and, of course, that, that great line, uh, Dwight finding drugs <laughs> is more dangerous than most people doing, doing drugs. drugs. <laughs> that's, that's a great a, line. Yeah, that's good. That's a great line. And yeah. correct, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, uh, and then, of course, you know, we learn a little bit about Kelly's uh, drug use of her own. And she talks about how she's chugging those beers in the interview. And oh, the, yeah. And okay. somehow she still managed to get Ryan involved in all this. He, he's not shutting her out completely. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's still hanging out with him. She's still so hanging out with him. He, he may not want to get married and have babies right away. But this is right. definitely seems to still want to, you know, if, if you like a girl I, with a little bit of, you know. Junk and junk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. I sometimes forget how dark the show actually is. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's even that point in that story where she's like, yeah, and Ryan didn't care either way. And yeah, you're like, way. that seems really dark. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care what you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's. this is pretty much a relationship where I think she just keeps showing up and he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. you know? Exactly. Well, you know, when you hook up with somebody on February 13th. Or, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, you're sending mixed signals. Yeah, they really they a, a tough intro. But good for her, though. I don't know. Yeah, um, good times. Later in the conference yeah. room, we've got Michael trying to spout facts about drug use. <laughs> we uh, we have yes. him talking about look to your left, look to your right. right. One of those people will be dead from drugs at some point, point. in their lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more more uh, more people will do cocaine than read a book to their child. Yeah. <laughs> And then Stanley with the where did you get these facts? <laughs> oh, these facts this uh, uh, disturbing you? Uh, they are not. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they smoking drugs is cool? Yeah. Doing alcohol is cool. And yeah. then I love when Stanley mentions he drinks the red wine for the antioxidants, and the oh, entire yeah. office, everyone. Oh yeah, that's, that's really actually good. a good <laughs> idea. Like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> They've, they've all read that story. They they know it's got antioxidants. Oh my god! And before I forget, one of my one of the one of the underrated I forgot even this existed was uh, Dwight. Once Dwight's the ultimatum's been put to Dwight to that Michael needs that pee. Um, yeah. His him just going back and forth and trying to you know uh, decide going with his morality and then just sitting down on the ground in the stairwell in the stairwell and just doing that moaning. Yeah, uh, you know we would hear later on uh, after him and Angela kind of had some problems. Right. Yeah. But just, That's true. It's the first time we've heard that sort of despair sound. Some out of more. Him. Yeah. It's just despair because he's just so freaking conflicted. And we get those pretty interesting talking heads where he's talking about his dad and his grandfather. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you see a lot of how the idea of how like a respect for a fatherly figure matters to him and that sense of legacy and, and, and line lineage, you know? Yeah. And I think that's to him is a bit of a comparison to what he sees his role in the office as. Oh yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So. <coughs> also the, <coughs> excuse me, also the first, um, mention of Amish. Yeah. That he comes from an Amish. That's true. Dwight oh, Shrewd. <laughs> he was Amish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, just so you know, and once you see the farm later on, that's going to play into it too. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know entirely how name development works or why Dwight Shrewd became Dwight Shrewd, wow. but it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know? it is. It is. Yeah, they're, a shrewd, they're a shrewd bunch, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, but I'm glad you brought that up because I always like, why does he go into this whole story about his father? Is it just character development or just him? I don't know. It's, it all seems some random, but you, you put it in a good way. Well, like, then he talks about his interaction with his dad, and I really I really think it just comes down to how he sees Michael as a father figure. And that's what Michael took advantage of here, asking for the P. That's what yeah. Dwight is is seeing when he, despite being the narc, he, I mean, he's defending himself to Angela. You know, I want him to have all the urine he needs, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how can you – yeah, the, the writers actually getting to write – 
do you really want Michael's to give Michael your urine? Yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a line. How much yeah, that word is used in the episode? It has to be official, and it has to be urine. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of urine talk. Yeah. Of, well, you know, urine gets everywhere. More than you'd expect. Cut to Meredith's face. Yeah. Meredith's face. <laughs> it, it goes where it wants. Yeah. Oh, if, if a cop got my, under there, who would know? Who would know? Not my urine. Yeah. Like, that's my dark horse line I love from Dwight. Not my urine. Clearly, yeah. has very good control of his urine. That's, that's good to see. Yeah, good for you, Dwight. Good for you. Doesn't always doesn't always last. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That could change as you get older. That might change. I don't know. I've been told things. I'm not sure. Um, I did love uh, in the. Uh, that conference room meeting uh, when the two stories lines came together and uh, Pam was like, you know, Jim has a really emotional story. Oh God. Yeah. About, you. Uh, you know, losing someone to drugs or something, uh, the drug world. And then Michael's just like, all right, well, let's hear it. <laughs> oh, good. Jim stands there silently. Well, and the, I love that. And he's a little shaking his head. Just, yeah. Oh no. He first looks at Pam like, you son of a bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then in the way he, he, he plays that off, like you can, you can see how the writing went into that scene with the, you know, Jim is, it's like, he's remembering, he's about to say something. He stops. He can't. Will he try again? No, he can't, <laughs> yeah, you know? That's right. I mean, it's just, it's a really brilliant scene. Yeah. And he sits and he goes, huh. Oh. Looked like it was going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's doing it. Well, and that's a great thing, too. The way Michael... Are you, sh- are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Well, Jim's silence then gets narrated by Michael, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that, to me, reminds me of an old uh, a trick as a reporter, is when you ask a question and they start to respond, don't immediately respond back. Give be silent, and then the other one. person will be uh, provoked to speak more. Right, yeah, because they want to fill that air. Exactly, yeah. and that's yeah. really what we see Michael do there, and it, it just it makes that scene so much more than it could have been. You know, My, he's Michael's so precious in that moment. Just uh, it's okay. It's yeah, okay. Well, people who care about you. Yeah, like when he goes to gym, he just goes all you know, Mister Nice Guy completely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh. Okay. Yeah. Damn it. All right. That was going to be good. Darn it. And then Pam with the talking head with the fake tears. I did not expect that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, and the back and forth with Michael and Toby. Um, oh, yeah. You know, this is random. Or the, uh, yeah, yeah. He's trying to explain how hookah is not a drug. Yeah. And then you're gonna, and, we're going to randomly test your pee and your hair. And your hair. <laughs> you can't do that. That's not random. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. That's, That's random. That's random. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I love that list of drugs that he has up there. Oh, it's so and good. It's just like crack, cocaine, yeah, yeah. hookah, blow, 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 acid, acid, <laughs> heroin, spelled <laughs> like a female hero. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a that's such a list that he would make. Uh-huh. That seems like a of course he would. He did it. That's his character. But like, no, they they did that perfectly. Yeah, like, it's like. Oh, there's cocaine. There's something else called blow. I don't know. I'll, yeah, put that on there. I heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of that too. This will scare him. Yeah. And speed. And speed. To, to yeah. Tie it all together. I'm sure it was all on Wikipedia. Yeah. And of course, as we wrap up the episode, Jim's yes. talking again, and we get him narrating some of the stuff that happened today. And I really noticed how he talks about how Dwight was walking around with his own urine, and Dwight really is walking around the office oh, carrying yeah, that, that cup, cup for a few yeah. minutes. He is. Yeah, dressed like one of the village people. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he really, yeah. And uh, what is he getting out of that relationship? Mm-hmm. When, and of course, the camera has 
it's another you know voiceover with something else going on and it's just him and pan talking about it yeah and i hadn't thought of that until i read up on it again and kind of like oh well what's jim so yeah. they're trying to juxtapose what juxtapose what's jim getting out of his relationship with pam yeah which is true, knowing what we know about her getting married. She's supposed to be with right. somebody else. They're just yes. friends, but we know he has this unrequited love for her. Yeah. But at the same time, this episode, they got along great. Yeah. Yeah. So, one, except for one awkward I, moment. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. Which really yeah. wasn't them not getting along. If yeah. I'm being honest, because I've seen the show so many times, I forget at which points different things happen. And I had forgotten that they weren't already together yet beca- yeah. in this episode. Because of how because, playful they are. Yeah, because they just have that natural chemistry. Mm. But also what I love about that line about, like, you know, what is he getting out of that relationship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then cut to credits without the theme music. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was like an old, like, uh Well, they didn't have theme special. music yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they the, didn't do that? The music didn't start till season four. Oh. But, see, it works, I thought but it works it was well, like though. that. Yeah, because really I thought does. it was like those after-school specials, like, they did, were like, series episodes like good times or something yeah, oh, like, yeah. damn yeah. damn damn and then no no audience no, nothing just silence yeah just credits roll. silence so i that worked for my brain at least oh absolutely <laughs> yeah and it worked for a lot of people's too yeah, yeah. well yeah. and it's and it, this is that point too where the audience is just on the edge of their seats week after week to see what's going to happen with those two and this one we got so much interaction we got that heartbreaking scene where where he has his realization and she's realizing if not exactly what she knows something's wrong there yeah. and then that that ending with the the mention of what's what's what are they getting out of this relationship mm. as an audience the first time through when it was on once a week that had to be such a oh damn moment you yeah. know yeah. oh yeah and yeah so which uh which we've talked before about how i really remember especially by season four how much people were just so into them this mm-hmm. is building that oh yeah this is getting them the audience mm-hmm. to that point where they mm-hmm. care that much mm-hmm. and so. they're they're subtly amping it up for the next, you know, the next few episodes to follow. Exactly. Where, oh yeah. Where yeah. it will come to a head. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. You're right. Right. In two for episodes, sure, we're gonna yeah. get a big, big turning point and a, a hell of a cliffhanger to end the season. Oh god. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I I will say what I love about this show. Um, one thing is they're really good about that. They're really good about building up, t- like building up to uh, setting up for a you know big punch later. Yeah. They're absolutely. Really good at paying off later, but um, they really are. Yeah. Yeah. But also what they do really well is they make a really good point of uh i guess exploiting the fact that they all work in this tiny office together Mm -hmm. and they see each other for nine hours every five days a week so Mm -hmm. there's these little moments of synchronicity between them all like when you were saying like their heads nodded at the same time like cocked to the same side when dwight said something but also there's a moment where uh where michael and jim both say whoa at the same time to dwight and then Jim keeps talking, and Michael was like, oh, oh, he was like, because they both said whoa at the same time, and right. then Jim kept going, and Michael stopped and was stopped. He was about to talk. Right. Oh, Which wow. is really neat. Yeah, there's like, different, yeah. Because they're all, rhythms. like, on such a, yeah, they all have different rhythms, but they've worked together for so long that they all have that natural, like, way that they speak to each other and, like, back yeah. up and, like, go and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Which is really weird. And which yeah. is really cool for only, you know, uh, what are we, we're 26 episodes into the show at yeah. all. <laughs> which is crazy. And for them to already yeah. have that kind of chemistry to be able to exhibit. You oh, know, yeah. some of it written, some of it natural, you know. It's, right. it's yeah. really cool. I mean, there was a good amount, I think, that was improv on this show. I mean. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Although, now, now that I think about it, I think a lot of it was, um, now I remember, like, a Going back to documentaries I've seen, um, a lot, a lot, most of it was written, and yeah. that's what they say. Because a lot of people, they were saying people would come up to them saying, like, I bet a lot of that was improv. And they're like, no, no honestly, really. it wasn't. But certain thing, little things here and there were. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, 
I think it's amazing with the talent they had. Yeah, wouldn't they do like ju- the the written scene, and then they would do a couple takes where they would be like have fun with you yeah know, if they wanted yeah. to add in a line here okay. or there, right. as long as it was true to the character, right? And true to the yeah. story, true to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, cool, uh, Brian. You got some trivia for us this I week? I do. I have some something for the trivial. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have buzzers or anything. So we'll no just buzzers. Speak up. So just speak oh, up okay. if you want. We don't uh, have to say our name, right? No, I hate it. I hate doing No, we, we don't need. We, we don't tried need. that once. It it's the work. worst. Nah, it's all good. I think so. I said Cam Porter's name. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, can disaster. I say other people's names? Yeah, we'll confuse everybody. So five questions. Number one. So we all, it's an established that Dwight is a volunteer sheriff's deputy. What county does he serve Lackawanna County yeah you got it yeah mm-hmm. you got it um what two specific characters are referenced that Jim does impressions of uh uh Phyllis and Stanley you got it yeah that is <laughs> I was like oh he did it I guess that's not a... <laughs> directly referenced yeah yeah very direct, direct, direct through, action very, yeah, yeah that's what threw ho- me off I was kind of <laughs> hoping for more honestly like it's all his impressions he was so good at him uh, yeah. I was kind of wondering maybe for some more maybe in the deleted scenes there are but yeah, yeah. Let's check that out get your DVDs folks <laughs> uh, number three how many traffic cones does Hank have two yep yeah yeah number four true or false the can that Pam gives Jim is an actual branded coke true eh. what was it I don't know what it was. It wasn't it a wasn't Coke, a though. Coke. Oh. They did a good job of making it look like one, though. Yeah, right. right? Oh, I know. man. <laughs> that was my... Yeah, uh, red, some kind of silvery white wow, swirly yeah. thing. I thought it was a Coke. Well, it's or... like, yeah, they probably couldn't uh, They couldn't afford that right, kind of branding probably, or whatever. Yeah. They didn't want to deal with that. Kudos to them. Huh. Uh, and just one more time so the audience remember, what color was Dwight's urine? Green. Green. <laughs> You know what I was afraid you were going to ask this week, and you didn't? What was the name of the venue where Michael saw Alicia Keys? No. Well, I don't think it's a venue that actually even exists. I think it the one he references was temporary or something. Like it was, oh. and it got turned into a different. Oh, venue. did it? Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I didn't want. No, I didn't want it because he says it so fast. That's yeah. not fair. <laughs> no. My 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 my. Uh, my Annoying one was the was the can of Coke, was it not, or was it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good that, one though. That's a good little detail. Like I don't know. I was I was reaching. But Brian, you got some final thoughts on the episode for us? I, I love this episode. This is um everything we've said that the characters are, the characters are firing on all cylinders. I mean, this is just sort of a this is like comes in just behind Valentine's Day for me. I think on my favorite episodes of the season. Yeah. Um, the nice setup. Uh, the Jim and Pam stuff. I always like it when they keep it light with Jim and Pam. Yeah. And this is, and this was definitely that kind of episode. I don't know. It just all, it all just clicked so seamlessly. I, I have no complaints at all. Nice. Landry, what do you want to add on that? Um, I guess I want to say that I really thought the writing was super strong in this episode. Um, and I remember the first time I watched it, not liking this episode. And it was only because it didn't feel like it was, as over the top as they usually get. Yeah, sure. Like, it felt like there were no big, like, giant moments. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. And I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, and there really wasn't even an ending to it. Like, there was no, I felt really like I had been let down. Right. But then after I watched it the second time, third time, twelfth time, I was like, oh, this is actually one of the strongest episodes. Yeah. Probably, like, if I were to try to get someone to watch the show and not start at the beginning, I would probably go, here's a really good, like, 
stu- character study of everyone in the episode. Like, yeah. there you go. this is a strong way to learn who everyone is. Yep, uh, absolutely. Is by that using that episode. Yeah, yep. yeah, and even so. without knowing about their wedding and or her, her impending wedding, that right. Jim and Pam moment really explains everything you need to know about how there's something there that just can't be spoken. Exactly. Which yeah, is the yeah. core. You yeah. know. So. Yeah, they really they really uh, demonstrate that with no words. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites of the season. Great episode. Great cast. Uh, and, you know, uh, you don't even have to watch it high. I mean, totally sober. No. You totally enjoy the episode. <laughs> you don't have to do drugs to watch The Office, kids. Uh, that's 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 good writing right there. <laughs> you know, imagine how good Cheech and Chong would be if they didn't smoke weed. <laughs> yeah, right? And even that? Angela was like, even, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Michael. Landry, you've always got uh, projects going on, whether it's stage uh-huh. time or, or stuff uh, uh, online. Yeah, uh, if people uh-huh. follow you on Facebook, they can find out more about that? Yeah, they can find out more about that. Uh, in July, I'll be uh, releasing my comedy album, Not Great. a Podcast. Cool. Um, so it's not not a podcast. It's, no, it's not a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's, not, it's nope. a comedy album. It is, it is the antithesis of this. Right, yeah. It's the opposite <laughs> of this. It's opposite. Uh, instead of three white guys talking, just one white guy talking. Nice. So Excellent. that's nice. nice. Uh, and then... We'll be announcing a two-night talk show incorporated at towards the end of July. Excellent. So nice. that'll be my talk show that I host, and it'll be two nights packed of guests and fun. And and you just did the, the first live show there at the sh- – was it the Shrine a couple weeks back? Uh, we was did one at the Shrine a couple months ago, and yeah. then we did another one at the at Blackbird. At Blackbird. Yeah. And, and oh, those cool. – I've just heard great things about them, so yeah. they're a lot of fun. I'm sure this will be more of the same. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and up. and then of course they can hear more of you on uh, Channel Four and a Half dot com. Yeah, been, uh, you launched the network, I got stuff. And, and you've been uh, uh, <laughs> the you know, been busy with it ever since. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's me. All right, you'll and come back and join us again. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we, we <laughs> sure fair. do hope so. I don't want to commit to anything. <laughs> that's fair, <laughs> but things just got uncomfortable. I'm open to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll just keep everything crossed. And Brian, <laughs> Brian, thanks again. Oh, it was a pleasure. All right. Well, ladies thank and gentlemen, you, thank you guys so much for listening to the People Persons Paper Podcast. On behalf of our guest, Landry Miller, and my co-host, Brian Sittler, my name is Hilton Price. And next week, pranks. So many pranks. All right. Here you are. Yep. This should be good. This should be about as loud as I talk. Yeah, that's that should be the, the limit, I think. Yeah, probably so. Brian, how loud should you talk? I'm kicking it to the limit. This is about <laughs> it. One more time. One more time.